a production of WordSouth, a content marketing company. Story Connect, the podcast, helping communicators discover ideas to shape their stories and connect with their customers. We talk a lot about marketing on the show, but what are the CEOs thinking? It's always good to know what the bosses are talking about. Hi, I'm Andy Johns. Thank you for joining us on another episode of Story Connect, the podcast. Joining me today is Bruce Modern, the past president of TTA. He's with TDS Telecom, and today he was the facilitator of the CEOs and general managers small group breakout discussion. Um, I think I got all that right. Thanks for joining us, Bruce. Thank you, Andy. Thanks for having me. Uh, we want to talk a little bit about what some of the discussion uh, revolved around in the CEO room. Uh, we've got another episode with Julie Gogol where we've talked about what was discussed in the marketing session. But I think it's always good to know uh, what the top levels of the company are talking about. We've got several things to go over. Uh, obviously, here at TTA, uh, Bruce, one of the first sessions of the day was about USF reform, some of the regulatory uh, changes. Um, and, and I know this gets really deep really fast, but if you can just kind of generally, uh, what was the mood, what was the attitude of a lot of the CEOs, GMs um, about some of these changes? Should, should folks be worried? Are they worried? Just kind of fill us in on what, what the discussion centered around there. Sure. I think the, the mood first, um, the CAF uh, rate return order that affects the TTA members is, is very detailed and complex. And a lot of aspects are still being worked through with uh, specific um, issues and numbers still yet to become uh, their, their build-out requirements. And there's amount of support that the companies will get. But that's still being determined. I, w- I would say the general um, opinion is one of there is concern. Uh, some companies are further along and fiber to the home buildouts um, stand to potentially lose some federal support, and that is a concern when you look at some of the dollars that you know we're talking about here. So I would go back that I think they're trying to understand the plan and all the finer details of it. But there is some concern uh, about the plan. Now, there's going to be an opportunity for some comment periods and may get tweaked here or there. But they're really just trying to understand the plan. Great. And it sounded like from the JSI presentation this morning, generally, um, the some of the changes are going to hurt some of the southeastern states. And in Tennessee, I think they said this morning um, that uh, 11 of the 18 companies were going to the ACAM would hurt them a little bit, but uh, seven of the 11, seven of the 18, it would help them. Uh, so like you said, it sounds like a lot of uncertainty. A lot of folks are still trying to figure everything out. Yes. The next thing uh, that I know that y'all, y'all covered in there is strategic plans. Uh, obviously, uh, that's a big part of every organization. But if you can, just kind of run over in, in your experience or what was talked about in there, uh, how does marketing fit into all of that when you talk about a company-wide or, or organizational uh, strategic plan? Sure. A lot of the discussion that's taking place, not only in these panel discussions, but certainly in today's presentation feed nicely into it, these CEOs are challenged with coming up with a strategic plan that is financial and operational in nature. And part of that are the various disciplines, your marketing, your sales, your customer service, your network operations. So they all factor into developing this plan. And regarding the CAF, that with this uncertainty and trying to decipher an order, you can imagine it's a challenge for these CEOs to come up with a forecast that they can go to their board and say that it's ironclad. But you know, things will change, but the various discipline comes in, um, like I said, the uh, the sales and the marketing, the advertising. So they're all uh, parts of the strategic plan. Great, great. And most of the strategic plans, are they 
I'm assuming it's not absolute one way or another. Are they, it's coming top down uh, from the top uh, being handed down, or is it, it bottom up from the, the folks on the marketing rung of that chain kind of sending things up, or how, how should it work? Well, the way I understand the, uh, the process works, that it's going to be a vision from the CEO and, and possibly pushed down from the local boards, too. I think uh, it may be different for um, each TTA member, but generally it's from the CEO. It's a vision. It's understanding technology, a public policy, uh, services, competition, you know, where I need to go, what, what's happening today, what's going to happen tomorrow. So they need to think down the road. So then they go back to their various disciplines, the marketing team, for example, and they ask them to come back with a plan that will help me achieve these goals. I look at it as a story in the end that has to come together to achieve the desired goal, and that is that strategic plan. Great. Now, I know a lot of what y'all talked about um, with that topic and others was just about communicating within an organization. And frequently that'll fall on uh, marketing to, to be the ones to help communicate, um, you know, if, if whatever it is, internal um, publications or internal uh, guidelines, things like that. Some, some of that will fall on marketing. What uh, did it come up in the discussion to what some of the companies are doing um, to, to make sure that there's good communication among employees? Yes, it did. Um, interesting. Um, there were companies that do biweekly meetings and ones that do monthly meetings. But I think, you know, probably depending on size that they do run into their leadership team. But they bring in the staff and they want to communicate the company's goals, the vision. So everybody understands what we're trying to accomplish. So we're all on the same page so we can achieve that. And obviously, in the end, it's to get the services out there to the customers to position the company to compete and deliver value. Did they talk about any challenges with the communications? I, I know that, you know, the, the thing about internal communication is you're never done with it. You know, you just, you have to keep doing it. Uh, and I know it's a point of frustration for, for folks to have that. Were there any, any uh, challenges or any great solutions to any of those challenges that were brought up? Well, interesting. A, a couple of them did point out and at the beginning that um, there was a lot of crickets. Basically, there was no noise that customers probably were a little shy, maybe reluctant to offer up opinions and raise some questions, and that does happen. But now they are further down the line that they do get input, employees participate, employees understand now what the company is trying to accomplish. Sure, and I guess that just comes from from experience from folks realizing that you know they won't get in trouble if they you know, bring, up, bring some of those ideas to the table, that sort of thing. One of the other uh, topics on your list was uh, community involvement, and it's always impressive to me, um, cooperatives, but also you know uh, companies and other uh, telcos, how involved they are in the communities. Anything in particular come up in there about uh, what some companies are doing to, uh, to, to get their employees involved and get their company involved in their communities? Well, the first thing, it starts with the CEO. He has to have the attitude or she has to have the attitude that encourages that involvement, and these folks do. Many of them sit on multiple boards involved in multiple organizations, so they set the tone. They do have employees that go out. And what I find interesting is that it's encouraged to go out, so it's not if you leave the company uh, for the afternoon that you're taking vacation time or your pay is being docked. They're actively part of the community, and I appreciate and respect that. They're getting out there. They're getting involved. They're communicating what their company's about, communicating new products. But it, it brings a face. So if you have a question about my company, you see me. I'm engaged. I'm out there. They're concerned about the rural areas, rural economic development. 
So you see me, so I'm engaged in the community. I think that's so important. That's something that you know, good organizations will realize that um, you know, whatever it is, and I don't know if any specific projects were brought up or, or you know, anything specific that folks are involved in, but I think just providing that, it's so easy for a phone company to be this faceless uh, you know, place you call and yell at people when you're angry because your service doesn't work, but I think it gives them that face to be involved. Interesting. Um, you know, a lot of companies get customer complaints. I mean, we strive for perfection and sometimes we fail to deliver that, sure. but we have good intentions. Well, when you have employees out in the community or you're known in the various organizations, you get very few complaints because they know you, they come right to you and the uh, issues are resolved quite quickly. So I don't have a specific uh, undertaking. I will say that the consistent theme was they all were engaged in the community through various organizations and encouraging employees to be active. That's great, great. Well, we, we've wrapped up a lot of what, what was discussed in there. Uh, did you have any other takeaways, either from that session that you think uh, uh, you need to, to share or from anything else? I know we've heard a lot of great speakers here um, at, the, uh, at the TTA conference here in Franklin. Any other takeaways you'd like to share before we wrap up? Well, we certainly had a lot of good presenters here today and a lot of the information that was presented to CEOs are digesting the CAF order, the uh, um, forecasting and the HR component. And these are issues that they deal with every day in the technology. But one, you know, is I asked a, a question, basically, uh, what keeps you up? Hmm. And I, I set it up for me. You know, I'm aware I worry about everything. It's not just top line revenue and earnings. It's customers. It's jobs. Sure. And um, the response started out with employees, hmm. then it went to customers and then it went to other things. And it, it was, um, uh, quite, um, impactful. Uh, some statements were made that they see families. It's not just that employee. They see their families. Um, they know how many uh, folks that have retired from the company that are still receiving benefits from that company. And they look at preserving those benefits for those current and past employees. So, it was quite impactful to hear them go around the table, and it starts with their employees. Wow, and uh, that's good news if we've got you know uh, lower level or middle level folks listening to the podcast. It's always good to know that that's that's what the CEOs and GMs have in mind. So I appreciate you sharing that insight with us. Absolutely. This has been a Story Connect podcast. Our guest today was Bruce Modern, past president of TTA. He's also with TDS Telecom uh, here in Tennessee, among a couple of other states that uh, that you work with. Thanks for joining us. Thank you. Thank you for having me. And uh, I'm Andy Johns. I'm your host. We've got, I think, one or two more episodes coming up here in Franklin. And uh, otherwise, until we talk again, keep telling your story. You've been listening to Story Connect, the podcast, a production of Word South, a content marketing company.